The wheel of fate is turning. Rebel, one, action. Wellies Nerdy News on East Leeds FM. You win perfect. <laughs> good evening or good morning or whenever it is because you're listening to the podcast version of Wellies Nerdy News for the month you of sure? July 2022. And I'm here yeah. always with um, Michael Pollock. How are you doing, Michael? Oh, I'm good, thank you. How are you? Yeah, no, it's, it's good. It's been a good month for uh, game news because we've had not E3 happen. Um, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, E3 officially didn't happen, but everyone just decided to you know, I mean, release all the information that they had pent up for that sort of that sort of June period. So we'll be talking a yeah. little bit about that. Um, and we've it seems like we've all been playing a few games and stuff. And there's also a few games out in July. We'll talk about that at the end of the show. But yeah, should we kick off with um, what games we've been playing, Michael? Um, yeah, absolutely. I've been playing a few. We've been playing a few. There's one we've been playing, both been playing, um, which was a, mm-hmm. I think, a surprise to probably both of us to some degree because we didn't mm-hmm. we didn't have the hardware last month to play it. Um, well, I have the hardware, and you've been you've been borrowing the hardware. But yeah, so what, what what game is that, Michael? So we're talking about the Oculus Quest um, version of Resident Evil Four. So we're talking Resident Evil Four in VR. And um, and yeah, it's been uh, it it's been really nostalgic to experience it once again. Um, it, it just in virtual reality, it's really really well done. I don't, I'm not getting that motion sick to be fair. I do have to sort of run the spot to help me, but but <laughs> it's I can I can be Leon. I, I I'm role playing as my my childhood and teenage hero. <laughs> so you have you to, be, I, I like that idea you just you were saying you have to run on the spot to <laughs> stop your motion six I want I, I want to see a video of that for sure. Yeah, no, that's fine. I can send you one. That's no worries. I've, <laughs> I've got I've got one. And in fact, it's um it's me facing my child, um teenage fears of the you know the Bella sisters the, oh, the chainsaw right, yeah. the, the two chainsaw uh, ladies who you know come at you in the arena. Yeah, uh, I was about to face that in VR, and I've always been nervous at that point ever since I was a teenager because I found it really scary. Yeah. originally so when every time i revisit that i get that sense of dread and so i was there in vr i think my sister's filming and i sort of remember saying this is it go on down you go with your shotgun <laughs> arms and i was just yeah i managed to survive only just um but yeah what can i say about it um it's uh it's it's just yeah for me it's just a real treat like i don't think it's i, I don't think it's the best way to experience Resident Evil 4 but for someone who's a fan of it already mm. it's so cool to see the the gun models in detail and right in front of you and uh, uh yeah to to, to role players as leon it does it does suck that there i've noticed moments where they have edited the dialogue for a modern day audience Oh, with which... the ballistic missiles, you mean? Yes, yeah, with yeah, the ballistics, yeah. and which which kind of ve- makes that scene go very odd because it's about it's just like it, it seems like she just wants, she's just shouting at what's his name again, at Lewis for no well, reason, for no yeah. reason. It's very weird. Yeah. <laughs> it, 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 it felt really weird. It's like, hang on, they've cut out that line. Why? Yeah. Uh, it's just like oh, could it offend people, but it's like yeah, but he's meant to be a creep. That's yeah, exactly. Yeah. He, he's not meant to be. A, <laughs> yeah. you know, he's meant to be that sort of creepy, like, but, hey, yeah. oh, red, oh, red, oh, red. <laughs> that's that, that, that sort of guy. That's, that's, that's his, that, that's his, um, that's his style. Yeah, and yeah, it's, yeah. it's funny. <laughs> yeah. But, okay. Um, but yeah, it's, it's been, it's been wild ride. Um, I just got an Oculus Quest um, a couple of weeks ago and I was like, 
Right. I, I was getting it for this just for various other reasons. You know, I've got I'm working on this 3D modeling project, and I was like, well, I'll get this. And what what, what game should I get? Ah, right, Resident Evil 4. Um, we'll get into some news actually about Resident Evil 4 when we get to the news section. And mm-hmm. right, I won't say this is necessarily a bad purchase, but me go. I've kind of gone going. Oh right, um, that's going to be interesting. I'm going to play two versions of Resident Evil 4 in VR. <laughs> <laughs> which will be quite cool, but we'll get into that when we get to the news. But yeah, I've been playing it quite a bit. That's the only other thing I've been doing other than the, you know, in the 3D modeling is actually playing Resident Evil 4. I've not bought any other games yet. Um, I felt happy with that. Um, oh, no, I've been doing a bit of, actually, I lie, a bit of, um, what is it called? Um, Google Earth VR, because I've been able to hook it up to my PC with a cable so I can use it as a, a PC-enabled um, a VR unit rather than okay. a dedicated one. So that's been fun. Yeah. Oh. Um, yeah, um, give me a little bit more boost of power in terms of what I'm getting from the unit. So I can probably mm. play some proper games. I Actually, I tried out Gorilla Tag for like 10 seconds and stopped and went, I'm going to break my hands and I've got work in the morning, so I stopped. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to find the spot when I can play Gorilla Tag safely. Um, mm. But yeah, mm. so, but yeah, it's, it's been a, a ton of fun. And, and I think as you were saying, yeah, I don't think, I wouldn't recommend it as your first experience for Resident Evil 4. I think yeah. it's sort of a more traditional experience or maybe a remake experience, we'll see about that, um, will be the best way to play it. I think, mm. um, but yeah, sort of as a fan, I think I played. God, I've played the original version. I played the original PC part, which was terrible. I played the PS2 version. I played the PS3 version, PS4 version. I played quite several different. I've even played the mobile phone version, which is almost like a completely butchered version of the game. I've played <laughs> several versions of Resident Evil Four, and it's it's been quite refreshing to to jump into um, a, an almost new version of it. It's almost alien version of it. Um, with mm, a bit of new content mm. as well, they've got um, some new mercenaries mode stuff as well, um, mercenary missions and stuff where you can like you can play with like dual wield revolvers because you can dual wield now. I mean, you can have a knife in mm. one hand, your pistol in the other hand, or shotgun in one hand, a pistol in the other, and so on and so forth. And mm. that's been that's been um, interesting, and uh, I do like how you use the knife as well in VR. It's it's pretty fun. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The 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 immersive. Um, so you can either choose immersive. I think it's immersive, or there's another one. Or, or like I don't know, it's, I don't know if it's called simple or yeah. or something like that. But it's like either you teleport from place to place, or you move around and yeah. you interact with your, you know, interact with yourself. Uh, like so, you know, you go to your upper upper chest on your left to pull out your knife, or you you, you right hip to pull out your hand hand arm hand yeah. arm. Yeah, side arm. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah, side arm. That's that's what's called. Uh, and then yeah, all this stuff over your, over your right shoulder for your two-handed weapon, over your left shoulder for your healing item. It's it's yeah, it's really as I say, it's it's, it's really immersive and and uh, impressive in that way. Um, and it's yeah, it's 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 just yeah, it's really entertaining to experience it in, in VR. Did you find that um, Ashley looked a bit strange? Like her head looked a bit small. Um, like too small for a body because I kept and also she kept jump scaring me like I kept oh, she, like running yeah, she around yeah me a couple of times by accident yeah and you just <laughs> yeah. turn around and go whoa she's like right, right in your face right like face, Jesus yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know yeah. I think I, might, I think a model does look a bit awkward anyway just if you go back to the old game um, mm. yeah maybe it's no she has jump scared me which has been has been a little yeah. little strange a few times yeah, yeah, yeah. a couple of times um, but yeah, I'm loving it at the moment, and I, there mm. is some bits, again, Resident Evil 4, not really a horror game, it's a tense game, very tense game, but yeah, there's yeah. been moments where I've been I've been bricking it a little bit, especially like the dogs and the invisible um, the invisible um, creatures, I, I kind of can't wait, and I'm fearing going up, getting up to the, where the regenerators are, 
Um, yeah. But that's an infamous uh, sequence of you know, where it's actually quite scary. <laughs> As you oh, get yeah. to the end of the yeah. game, where it gets it gets you know, I mean, the cranking up the action. Some of the creatures, some of the guys have um, crossbows and guns and stuff, and it's a bit it gets a bit silly. But then you got this sequence with regenerators where there these these monsters you can't really kill unless you like destroy several like invisible parts of their body. Um, mm. So that that's going to be quite interesting to see how that goes um for sure but i'm sure i'll report back because i am again i'm sort of back end of the castle so i'll get to the island soon and yeah um and then i might, I might stream a little bit of mercenaries and see how that goes see if people want to see how i play mercenaries and stuff but i'll get back to you on that michael what else you've been playing obviously that's the big thing we've both been playing but we've been, all been playing mm. like little bits of other stuff haven't we we have so i've stopped so i um got need speed heat Oh, uh, right. game is going for sale. Uh, quite for that, like a pretty good price. I thought, okay, yeah. I'll give it a go because I've actually heard it's not, it's you know, it's, it's good or it's it's not, it's pretty good. So I thought, oh, I'll give it a go. Um, so I'm, I've played two and a bit hours and I've uninstalled it. And I explain why. <laughs> okay, right. So not a good so sign. <laughs> the customization options are incredible. They're very oh, right, good. Right. Like you can you can really do you can make your car your own, and that element of it is fantastic. Um, what doesn't work at all for me is the driving feels awful the driving doesn't feel you know i like arcadey racers because otherwise i'll be playing something else with a new speed but mm. it, it, i didn't feel like i was going fast when 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 it, when you know, when i was reaching the top speeds and i didn't feel like the cornering felt right it felt too hand-holded it handheld mm. it felt very kind of like yeah oh press this button to drift and then you and then you just press a button and it drifts around the corner perfectly and I'm just going no that just feels you want a bit of challenge and a bit of control wrong. yeah exactly you want a bit of challenge and control I was playing you know I chose a muscle car as well for a purpose I chose like I think it was like a, one of the Ford Mustangs from like the 60s as a starter car I thought brilliant just have those body roll you know it will you know the, the, the back the back end will, will stick out all the time when you put your foot down too hard down the corner none of that and I thought oh that's kind of, it kind of feels boring to drive and when you're playing a racing game that's boring to drive, uh, you, then you kind of lost me. <laughs> and I and I think that's kind of why I was on my PC and now it's off my PC again. Um, I'm sure it might be good for some people, but for me, I don't know. I think the, the driving feels bad. I think, it, I think it just doesn't feel right. Yeah, I say I'm not a big fan of Need for Speed. I, know, I like my Burnout games, and there's that sort of the franchise mm. have dropped mm. for Need for Speed, but they've not made Need for Speed for a few years now, have they? I don't think. Um, um, no, I think, I think Heat was their last one for a bit, which yeah. in a sense is good because maybe they'll go they'll back sort of, better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe. I mean, the concept's not bad, like the whole day and night cycle, mm. and you know the because again the customization is amazing. The choice of cars is amazing. Mm. Um, they just need to work on making it feel good to drive, which is a, a fundamental <laughs> of, a, of, a, of a driving game, unfortunately. Yeah, well, well, uh, that's a shame, I guess. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, and, and you're saying you're playing another racing game as well. What What's that other one? So the one I'm playing is called Flat Out Flat Out Two, mm. and this is another arcade game, but it's from my childhood and teenage years. I I just bumped across it on um on YouTube. I actually bumped across the soundtrack and went, Oh, I remember this game. This game was great. And then uh I looked up on Steam and I was like, Oh, it's there and I can have it for a whole I think it was like two pounds ninety nine, I was like for three pounds for, for it, a yeah. whole yeah, PS2 game. I'll certainly have that. 
And um, how did it stack up? Um, yeah, it's it's not as good as you remember, but it's still I, I still have fun with it because it's, it's basically it's it's kind of like a destruction derby meets sort of like sort of off road racing sort of thing. Mm. So as well as being the first to pass the finish line and being the fastest lap, you also get like you know in in game currency for you know being the 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 one to demolish most of the map or being the one to um cause most damage to other other ai in your in your in your um in your races um and that sort of thing and it's kind of it's just kind of a bit bit fun a bit silly to have like different tiers of car you got like your destruction derbies you got the race quality ones and you got the street ones with their different sort of um different sort of features and unlike need for speed heat this one actually is a case of you can't just you know do a perfect drift around every corner by just mm. pressing a button you you know you, ha- you have a bit of bit of challenge to cornering especially on dirt roads um you can't go flat out all the time you'll spin off and it's kind of good for that actually the, in the, the in-game physics and at the time back in what 2007 2008 whenever flat out 2 came out or maybe 2006, um, the destruction physics was really good. I remember being really blown away by them. I mean, obviously, they've aged a little bit now, yeah. but it's still, I don't know, it's still, for me, it's going back through those tinted glasses going, oh, I remember all this. This is this is cool. And it did have a, it did have a good soundtrack for, for what it's worth as well. Um, lots of, mostly, mostly sort of like pop punk and a bit of hard rock here and there. Maybe it took all metal tracks sneak in as well, but so it's pretty, it's pretty good soundtrack actually as well. Mm. Um, but yeah, it's been good to revisit that. Uh, it does work on PC, uh, hooray for that. And it's been a bit weird to get my controller working and like my um, Xbox controller working with it, but I got it working eventually because playing driving with a keyboard and mouse doesn't, I don't know, doesn't doesn't really work. In fact, it gives my hand cramps if anything. Okay. But uh, yeah. They, they have it. That's 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 the other racing game I've been playing this month. What about yourself? Have you got any? Yeah, I don't well, know if you've got any racing games on there? Not but... racing games, I don't think. Mm. But um, you mentioned obviously going back to your childhood. I went back yeah. to um, a game. I think I mentioned it a few months ago on this show. Um, mm. It got a recent port to PS4 and Switch, I think, as well. Uh, I've been playing a bit of Star Wars Republic Commando. Um, I've platinumed the game, so I've done. I did it on the hard difficulty, mm. which was um, actually pretty darn difficult, uh, mainly yeah. because of how annoying it was. Um, you are controlling a squad of four, and mm. it feels like the AI and the opponent AI. Are, you know, I mean, you, you, it gets a bit of a crapshoot in terms of like if they're going to do what the the commands say, or the if the um, enemies are going to actually be, you know, what I mean, not hidden behind a wall or stuck on geometry, or if they're going to actually just absolutely rush you and destroy you. Um, yeah. So I, I did it. You know I mean, bare, I'd say barely, but you know, I did it comfortably. But it was a, it was a bit of a, a pain in the bottom. Some of the situations yeah. I was in, uh, <laughs> many yeah. times, I was going right. What do I, what do I do now? Because you know, my 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 guy is not going to go into that position without getting shot to death because they're all just aiming on him for some reason, rather than taking. You know, what I mean, on this guy who's clearly giving suppressing fire and stuff, and it, it's it's very basic these sort of commands that you can give and stuff to for your squad. So if it was a bit more of a competent. Um, competent strategy get, get well first person shooter with strategy elements and stuff people remember this game a little more um i do remember it for it being quite unique don't you said it's a it was a first a first oh, yeah. person shooter star wars game of that mm. era um but yeah that was that was that was all right i guess um i mean if and, i can chip in on that as well yeah, yeah, like of course. I, I i've played this game on pc that's the first time i experienced it and mm. i thought to myself it's a really hard game on the normal difficulty i remember i uh, the last levels on each 
you know, each chapter, if you like. Yeah, yeah. Just being insane. Just having my squad mates go down all the time. Enemies super difficult. Um, like, the last levels I've never enjoyed, but I always enjoyed that the first couple of levels where it felt yeah, the like, first couple of levels are yeah. pretty fun. You feel it, mm, it feels like mm. you know when you're making strategies and you're fighting just little basic droids, built robots, what they call battle droids or whatever. But yeah, yeah, yeah when droids, it gets yeah. towards the end, it gets a it gets a little it gets insane. Silly, opinion, but, um, but, especially but, yeah. the bits when you don't have your squad mates, you get shot twice, you're down, so you have to yeah you have to be very careful when you get some sequences where you you don't have your squad mates. Um, not much to do, and ammo as well. Just uh, you know, you, you'll put a, in a super battle draw. You'll put like a cup, like two full clips of ammunition. You may have four full clips, and then you'll have like four battle draws. And you're like, well, what can I do here? Basically, mm. <laughs> you have to optimize pretty well. Um, and yeah, could be better, but um, what was was quite a bit of fun uh, <laughs> for for sure. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah, um, well, it has been a bit of fun. I've been playing a bit of one online game. I don't usually play online games myself. Um, I'm usually the single player person. Michael's the PC, sometimes multiplayer person. Um, mm-hmm. I've been playing the Evil Dead, the game. Um, so oh, this yeah. is this is the um, new Evil Dead game, obviously. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, done developed by Saber Interactive, who I think are technically a, um, a Russian studio or some sort of Russian subsidiary studio. So I don't know how they got this game out um, with how they've been, um, how there's been sanctions and mm. stuff from what's been released. Mm. But but yeah, this has been a um, pretty good game in all honesty. So it's a four v one asymmetric multiplayer game. So four of you play as survivors. Um, one of you plays as the demon creature. What's the name of the demon creature? There's, I mean, it's sort of got a sort of a general demon creature name, whatever. Um, yeah, I'm thinking what you mean, but yeah. Oh God, what are they called? Not ne- the Necronomicon's the book. What's the actual? Not demigod and whatever. But yeah, uh, it's sort of in the vein of the similar games. I, I say it's way better than these games, but um, Dead by Daylight, obviously being a prime example of that sort of the popular version of this game not to say this game hasn't been popular it's sold pretty well i think it's sold like half a million units in in a week or two so mm-hmm. that's not bad for you know what i mean sort of a b-tier game it's not it's not massive for sure but yeah um this the reason i like this over like something like dead by daylight is the objectives are quite varied on dead by daylight it's very much just you know I mean, you've got to turn on generators and escape and that's all you do just on different maps Mm-hmm. On this, there is a couple of maps and a couple of right on the maps. You, know, you can have different weather conditions and so on and so forth. Right. Um, right. But the thing is, you, you know, you have a bit of writing what you can do. So you have to, you have to, you know, you have to collect, you have to find all the pieces of the uh, the the map first to tell you where then the two items are, and then you go to find to these two items, which are the Kandarian dagger and the book of the dead the necronomicon and you have mm. to then stand in the spot with your teammates and defend that point to get the actual items and then when you get the items then you have to go attack a, the, basically the massive demon portal and then you've got to attack that demon portal by firing off lasers so basically you can have off everyone firing off lasers but then you're basically open to being attacked yeah. um, and then once you've done that then you have to then defend that point as well afterwards um, from it being destroyed because they can actually damage that point um, so that's kind of like how a, a match will play out, and you've got you know, I mean, 25 minutes to play a match, and it'll take you maybe 15 minutes to finish a match if you if you're competent with your team. Um, and I've only done it a few times because it feels like it is a team game, and I've, it's always worked out best when it's been me and some friends, um, not yeah, not when it's been randoms. <clears throat> it just feels like we've never got anything done properly. Um, oh yeah, but yeah. yeah the, the other good thing is obviously compared to something like Dead by Daylight, that's been the, that's the sort of touchstone you can compare it to very easily. I'm sorry, I had some lights flashing in the background. There, what's going on? Um, yeah, that's the sort of touchstone to it. Um, you you 
instead of fighting off one guy, you you have it's obviously four v one, but the one guy can spawn different enemies. They can tr- control yeah. cars. You can actually take control of some of the player characters if they're too scared and stuff, and they can oh, fight okay. fight against you. Um, then they can yeah. always summon their super demon depending on who they are and stuff. So it's like there's a basically a zombie knight. There's a big fat floating lady that can spew vomit and then there's a teleporting demon and stuff and depending which they choose at the start of the match but yeah it feels like there's not I mean there's a bit more right and, and as a survivor rather than just running away and flashing a flashlight in someone's eyes you can actually fight back you can find weapon you can find loot and that all depends that all affects how well you do as well you know if you find a really good chainsaw at the start you're gonna hopefully do pretty well to begin with but if you find nothing mm. yeah you're not gonna do well i don't think so yeah, that's that's been a ton of fun, and I, I definitely recommend it. And the good thing as well is it's, it's cross-play, so I've had people on you know, in different consoles, you know, on PC, on Xbox, and stuff, and we've all been playing a little play together, and that's 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 been fun for sure. Mm. That sounds good. Sounds very good. Um, yeah. Do you do you want to keep? Do you want to? Yeah, I'll keep going I've got a quite uh, a big but... list. I'll I'll, I'll tip. Take off some of the stuff I've been playing that I've not been too bothered about. Um, Rock of Ages 3, got that, I played that for a little bit, so that's where you play as a massive bowling ball and you've got to destroy stuff. Oh, okay. it's, it's not great. Um, Unmetal is sort of a parody to Resident Evil in the style of, um, have you ever seen the movie Hot Shots? Or Hot Shots um, Paradox? I can't say how Yeah, yeah it's, it's a sort of a parody but um, of like Rambo, but this is a parody of Metal Gear Solid. Uh, uh, it's, it's all right. I played a little bit of it. Um, Scarlet Nexus, so that's Bandai Namco's game that just that came out on PS5 about a year mm. or so ago. Mm. That was all right. That's you know, it's um, it's very weeby. You know, even too much for me. I'm like, oh god. <laughs> even for you. Even for me, like you know, what I mean, it's really oh, like, boy, it was it's really a little too much. <laughs> Super Perils of Begin, sort of like a knockoff Mario clone, very small game. That's fine. Um, and then the other thing is a, a quite weeby game actually, which is still helped me a little better, which is Tales of Arise. Mm. As people know, I'm quite a fan of Tales of Vesperia, and I have actually I have like tons of the Tales of games, but I don't play. I've not played many of them. But this is the newer one that came out on the PS5, PS4, and Xbox Series consoles and stuff um, last year, I think. Um, and yeah, it's, it's been like, nice yeah. to go back to a Tales of game. Um, they've changed the combat a little bit from the ones I played before. The ones I played before were sort of a side-scrolling view, view and mm. this is sort of like a full 3D room, which is fine for the combat you know i mean i felt like the side scrolling one i had a bit more control on like options and what i can do with directional inputs and stuff compared to the 3d one your directional inputs don't matter as much you have four face buttons then your attacks are on your r1 and r2 and stuff um it's okay there's there seems to be a, a good narrative there i i hope the narrative evolves because where i'm at the moment it's very much slavery bad and i'm like yeah of course slavery bad that's the story because you're playing as a slave who's trying to escape emancipation and stuff mm. um and basically free their world and then there's another world that's attacking and stuff and and they've been slaves for 300 years it's, it's all very basic stuff and I, I feel like i'm getting to a point where there might be some sort of like ah well you know 300 years ago you actually fought back or something like that. something's gonna something's gonna develop in this narrative that's something's gonna happen or like a right. thousand years ago you you know i mean you you did the same to us on we have this agreement or something there's i feel like there's there's something something there um yeah at the moment. i'm getting to that point where i just i, I met a character and gone Right. Okay. Right. What's what's your deal and stuff? Um, where the game goes from there, I'm not too sure. I've, I'm at the basically you've got there's there's in across the world there's three camp there's five different areas of people who are basically enslaving all these people and they're using their 
that these people as slaves to harvest them for energy for their for their planet instead. And I've, I've basically defeated the two, got to this third one, but this third one doesn't want to fight me and stuff. So and then I've got basically three, two more locations, and and yeah, to see what happens from there. And then I think I might go to this other planet, which will be interesting, um, because I'm I am only like six eight hours in, and so and and I won't say it's going to be like a forty hour RPG. So six eight hours in, I've already done three-fifths of the game i don't think i've done three-fifths of the game for sure i feel like i'm going to go to this other planet eventually and see what the deal is there but uh, yeah i'll report back on that because I'm, I'm just slowly making my way through that that's something like i put a couple of hours in at night and stuff so yeah yeah i might yeah. i might play a bit more on that tonight and so on and so forth but yeah um that's more or less what i've been playing lots lots of little bits here and there nothing big at the moment it's been a little bit of a dead month of new games um, this uh, next month will be pretty good but yeah a bit of a dead month uh, Michael you've got a few more things you want to talk about before we move on yeah sure so I've got a couple more games I've been playing mm. um, this month I'll start off with one that's a bit similar to Flat 2 in that it's not as good as I remember and it's South Park's Stick of Truth right um, I think the f- the first time I, I think I think it's because I already know what to expect so the first time you play it you don't know what to expect and you know you get all the you get all the good you know references to the the series up to that point and it kind of it kind of it felt it obviously it felt funny because it was unexpected but also it kind of the combat felt a bit more forgivable although i must have been going back into it again and i still laugh a few times and you know think oh this is, you know, this is great and then suddenly you get into combat and you go oh wait hang on I remember why why people didn't like this that much, or why they changed combat completely for the the sequel, um, because yeah, it's just a bit, it's just a bit simple. And mm. also, I got yeah, I got to a point where I could very easily defeat enemies with like two two basic attacks and specific allies to do it. Um, so yeah, yeah, I, I don't remember that game being challenging at all. That's for sure. Yeah, yeah, it certainly wasn't. I, I managed to clear it on PC in about. Um, I think it was like eight or nine hours. Hmm. Didn't take me too long at all. Um, but uh, but yeah, it, it it's still it's still good, and I st- I still really loved the first time I played it for it because it was just as a South Park fan, it was it was great to experience all that. The writing is fantastic. It feels like you're in an interactive South Park episode, which is the main draw. But then once you know that episode and you're playing it again, you kind of you kind of that's no longer a big factor now it's like mm. gameplay but the gameplay isn't particularly good it's no. it's all right but it's not it's not very engaging because sometimes i was, I was actually avoiding combat because like, i don't want to i don't want to get into a fight i'm I'm all right you know i'd rather progress on with the um the main quest or whatever side quest i'm doing at the time um so yeah that's stick of truth that i've replayed on pc uh and then lastly i've been playing and I've almost finished, in fact. Um, so there's a, a real-time strategy game called Company of Heroes, which came out in 2010, I believe. Um, is there a sequel out, I think, or as well, isn't there? There is. So mm. there's also Company of Heroes 2, and there's Company of Heroes 3, which will be oh, arriving wow. pretty soon. Um, so, uh, so, yeah, I've been playing the DLC to the, for the first game. So you've got Opposing Fronts, and you've got uh, Tales of Valor. And, um, and yeah, that's been... It's been good. It's been, it's been quite you know interesting challenge. So with the opposing fronts, one you sort of, you sort of, you play two sides of of the conflict. You can choose. So you've got a German campaign which basically follows their victory at Operation Market Garden, and you've got a British campaign which is, um, when they liberated a, um, I think it's a French town of Cannes or something like that, or Cannes, or however however you pronounce it. Um, it's kind of interesting because when I was talking about this game to my friend, he found it quite interesting how 
the historical accuracy is a bit on point in terms of um, I kept complaining about playing as the British going our tanks are rubbish are so bad <laughs> the Germans have better tanks than we do so dealing with their tanks is just is just the worst thing and he was like that's interesting and I was like yeah and the Churchill tank is so slow I can't get it out <laughs> to the to front fast enough he went yeah it's it, it was never designed to be a fast tank it was meant to be like go with the infantry but that's inter- that's very, that's really fascinating I'm like yeah um, and uh, all these other things like uh, you know, all the weapons views are kind of offen- kind of almost authentic to the period. Like you got your eighteen pounder anti-tank weapons that you could deploy for the British or for the Germans. You, you know, it's flak eighty-eight cannons. Um, yeah, and it and it was it's pretty interesting really. Um, to see all that. Um, and with details of Valor DLC, it's been a case of basically just, they pick out little sort of stories, small episodes from uh, from I guess I. Yes, they're sort of they're sort of basing it on true stories, but it's not. I guess yeah. it might not be a hundred percent accurate to the source, but um, that's also the, like it's been interesting. The DLC has been like one mission's been a power fantasy where you are in a a tiger tank, a king tiger, which is kind of you know a pretty deadly bit of German armor, basically just wiping the floor of everything that comes your way, and that's been quite satisfying after a difficult campaign. And then you go on to the next mission, which is. You get given two squads and you're told, right, keep these two alive. Uh, we'll throw a lot of things at you. And you've got to tactically think about how you're going to approach it to keep them both alive. And I thought, okay, uh, this is the first time in a while I've actually failed missions a few times with this campaign. But it made me think about how to approach things, which I appreciate. Um, but yeah, really good. It's a really solid um, real-time strategy. And I've got the second one, actually, in Steam. I just need to install it and maybe give that a go once I'm, once I'm finished, see if there's any uh, anything new about to the formula. It's really good. Really, really good real-time strategy, that one. Really good. And that's yes. uh, that's me. That's the games I've played this month. Yeah, that seems um, quite, a, quite a good variety of stuff. Um, yeah, oh, yeah. I, I'm never one for real-time strategies, so I'm, I'm glad someone here is able to cover that. Mainly because I don't play on PC, but even still, I, I've never, never been a big fan. I do like strategy mm-hmm. RPGs somewhat, but yeah, real-time strategies, unfortunately. Not, not my jam. Um, but yeah, let's move on. Um, we'll get into the new section now. We don't have a do a little music transition or anything like that. Um, yeah, we, yeah. I, I picked out some nice music, but we won't be getting on with any of that, unfortunately, because we're just doing the podcast because the radio show is closed for a couple of months, which is which is fair enough. Um, but mm-hmm. yeah, let's move on to the news. Um, as always, we start off with the PS Plus versus Xbox Games Pass stuff. And so, yeah. Um, yeah, it's obviously slightly changed a little bit just because obviously PS Plus now has three tiers, Xbox we have in gold, and then we also have the Game Pass stuff. Um, yeah. But I've kind of broken it down where we're just now covering, at least for now, unless you guys want a bit more at home, to give me a, give me a shout for that if you're like, yeah, I want all the details. Um, we're going through the X, the July games with um, plus essential games, so that's year two, but now it's actually three games at the moment, and then your yeah. Xbox games with gold titles. So, Michael, do you want to kick us off with um, our PS Plus essential games we'd be getting this month if you have PS Plus essential? Yeah, so if you were a PS Plus subscriber, which you are now basically bumped up to the essential package, um, you'll be getting Crash Bandicoot 4, it's about time, uh, for PS4 and PS5, mm. which is a pretty generous offering. Um, you're also getting a uh, PS4 version of uh, Man of... Is it? Do you pronounce it Man of Medan? Or Man, Man of Medan, yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, it's Madame Medan, Medan yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. That says, like, is it Medan? I just is, don't know if so that that's, sounds... That's the, it doesn't sound right, does it? massive games. It is, yeah. It's, it's, for me, it's like, this is Until Dawn does more Until Dawn. Yeah. <laughs> so... They, they, they did, a, like, was it a trilogy of games with Bandai Namco? Is this the did. first or second one that they did? This is, dare I say, the is first it one. Is Dan and Little Hope? And then there's one that's in Iraq? I can see, and uh, then they've just they've, they've just released the possibly. game, the Quarry as well, haven't they? So <laughs> they have. They, they've been they've been they've been busy, and yeah. fact, and from what I hear, the Quarry is very similar to Until Dawn. From a, um, I was watching Yahtzee's video on that, and it was um, yeah, his, his comparison was like it's like Until Dawn, but you just don't, you just absolutely hate the characters. <laughs> so like they've now the obnoxious teenager again, um, for for the Quarry. Um, so yeah, I think it's the first one in the anthology. And lastly, you get a game for PS5 and PS4 called Arcade Geddon. Arcade Geddon, which is a new release, actually. And that's by oh. Ilphonics, who are the guys who made Predator Hunting Ground and the Friday the 13th game. Yeah, that's correct. Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah, um, that's a brand new game from them. Um, I don't know much about it. There's any details on the game? Um, so. Uh, so you're the owner of a local arcade. You're trying to save your business from a corporation being corporationy and making money, uh, fun from corporation. And so you do, 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 do. So they launch a virus. So they the corporation finds out what you're doing and they pop a virus into your into your game. And it's up to you to save uh, the game and local arcades with a, a online co-op shooter um, right. to kill out the virus. I think. So it's you and three other friends uh, to basically do multiple maps, complete mini game, competing mini games, find a hidden chest, and you know, fight enemies and stuff like that. So it looks like a, I would say it's a third-person uh, shooter by the looks of it uh, that you play co-op online. Right. Um. So sorry, yeah, we'll get back to it. Yeah, that's hmm. It's a new game, and it's so I'm gonna get it free as part of PS Plus. So hopefully, well, for the essentials version. Uh, hmm. I hope that I hope that's good. Um, you know, I mean, good free games, good. Um, and again, it's multiplayer based and stuff, so it might not be something I'll play initially. Um, but we'll we'll see about that. <laughs> but yeah, hmm. that's your that's your PS Plus games. I'm gonna say Crash Bandicoot. So that's Crash Bandicoot Four, and it's for PS Four and PS Five. As they did do a free update for PS Five as well. Hmm. For it, um, that's a relatively new game, full new game, and then um, a yeah, Man and Dan, which I might have to check out. But I have still not finished uh, until dawn. I played about oh, half an hour of it. No, I've, oh, I've, heard, I've still heard that's their best one, <laughs> even with that new Cory out and stuff. So I'll have to. Uh, I will have to it, check it out. I I I like to play that game sort of, uh, kind of ironically. I I don't know because it 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 is good. It is it is entertaining. It is mm. like playing through it. But I, yeah, I hate the characters. That is, there's there's like only one character which <laughs> at best I'd say is like I'm neutral with them. But every other one of them, I'm just like, oh, you're all awful people. <laughs> um, no, you should. You should. You should. I think you should do it. I think you should complete it because it's 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 worth your yeah. time. I think it's just it's just sat in the background and same really in isolation. Just them these two horror games I really want to get to, but I'm like, well, October's coming around, but then maybe something else will come out in October, and I'll just. I'll just really forget about them, which is a shame. But 
Yeah, because I am a big fan of horror. But let's move on, Michael. Let's not waste any more time. Yeah. What's what's on the Xbox games with gold we have? So Xbox game of gold, we have uh, Beasts of Marvilla Island. We have um, Relicta. So these are both titles for Xbox One. And, well, they were from the Xbox One period and onwards. Mm-hmm. And for the Xbox 360 ports, we have uh, Philville Off the Rails. That's an old and we have, game. <laughs> And we have Torchlight, which uh, I believe I I actually recognise Torchlight. I've played a very sli- like slim bit of Torchlight Two on um, Steam, so that's kind of like a nice metric um, dungeon crawler, I think. Yeah. Kind of like a kind of a bit like let's just say a Diablo clone, maybe to make it kind of simple, but with a few more uh, bits and pieces thrown in. And excuse me, I might sneeze. Yeah. Yeah, Thrill is like an old. I think it's like basically like a um, you've got to make you've got to make theme parks and stuff. And I think mm. it's all right, but again, really, really old. And then yeah, Torchlight also pretty old. But they had the Xbox 360 games, so they're going to be old out there. But yeah, Torchlight was made I think by a bunch of old ex Blizzard mm. employees. Um, oh right. Yeah, back in the day, they, some jumped ship who made um, Diablo, and they were like, yeah, let's make Torchlight, and they made Torch Two, and then I think they made Torchlight Torchlight Three is a game I think that exists. It's, <laughs> Um, I think so, but yeah, not a great offering, I don't think. Um, nothing I, I noticed, at least from from top of my head here. Um, Probably not. No, which it is, is a really shame. good for those who like to like discover games, though. Yeah, definitely. I will say that. It's like not your big titles, but they give like small games a chance, which I guess is always a, always a nice thing. But yeah, um, can't say I know uh, much about them really. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's your that those are your games of gold. Those are your mm. PS Plus. Mm. Uh, well, PS plus essential, essential package uh, let yeah. us know if you want to do extra or premium next time we'll, we'll have a look at those as well cool right so let's move on so again uh, not E3 happened I think we should cut into a lot of that first so oh, not E3 happened and several different events happened as part mm. of not E3 and so sort of just slightly beyond which event would you like to jump into first Michael out of all these ones I've listed here <laughs> so let's jump into the PlayStation State of Play to start off with. Right, so yeah, this is State of Play. This was a third-party partner State of Play, so we didn't see any first-party stuff, I don't think, at all. Oh, no, we did. We did see, but nothing major first-party. I mean, so we didn't see any stuff on God of War or any later projects and stuff that they've been working on. Um, yeah. Which, you yeah. know I mean? This, they outlined that at the, at the beginning, but yeah, it was very much just all third-party stuff. So what what sort of took your fancy during this um, this um, this stream, then? I mean, there, there are a couple, a couple of, I guess, a couple of things that I, I thought were pretty cool. But I think the one that stood out for me was um, the Callisto Protocol. I just, mm. I, I watched that trailer, and all I could think of was like, oh, that's Dead Space. <laughs> that is so Dead Space. You've got the atmosphere nailed. It's, it's creepy, um, and you've also got the over-the-top ridiculous deaths, which don't make sense because you can hear the guy screaming even after his whole, his head and you know his upper body has got completely destroyed by this uh oh what yeah. was it like like it's some sort of industrial like fan or something it was pretty it's pretty crazy but uh yeah i thought to myself like that's very dead space that's very mm. cool i'm gonna keep my eye, eye on that as a yeah that's as a, as that's a title. how and in december so this this year mm. you know what i mean so five six months time which is pretty cool yeah we've it's, got to see a bit yeah. of more extended it as well at the um the game is it the game awards the summer games fest and stuff as well we will see a bit more of extended mm. stuff on that um, and that's gonna be interesting that's coming out of december then you have dead space in january and then you have Resident Evil 4 remake in March. <laughs> you do. 
you so certainly if you're, if you're, do. If you're a fan of third-person survival horror stuff, you're in for a treat. <laughs> you know I mean? that, that's that, a, that's a good line. I mean, I, yeah, I won't lie about that. That would be a that is going to be yeah, as you say, a hell of a lineup for Spire. Um So yeah, maybe what four remake was finally released to me. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> I guess I guess this was going to happen, mm. wasn't it? But uh, but um. I'll give it, you know, I'll give it a fair shake. I, I couldn't tell much from the trailer. Um, yeah, it did very look, short. Yeah, very, very, very short. Very, very teaser. I can see like some of the redone elements, like the redone village, looks completely different. Like looks, I think they've gone at least. For, if I was going to ju- judge by the trailer, they've gone for they've sort of dialed up the horror aesthetic yeah. side to it. So it looks even more um, sinister and creepy than it did in the original. did in the original, which I do. It, it does like look kind of cool. If they lean more into horror for a remake of Resident Evil Four, I'll be interested to see how that looks when it when it comes out in comparison to the original. Yeah. Um, what else was I going to say? Yeah, no, um, I'm 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 on that. Um, yeah, um, the horror elements seem to be dialed up. Which for myself, I'm I'm a big fan of that. And um, yeah, I've kind of softened a little bit on this idea of Resident Evil Four remake because we have Resident Evil Four so many times now. Um, true, yeah. true. As long as it, as long as they don't do, um, I don't, they don't do a uh, Resident Evil Three Rockstar, and, and and do and do right. This is the only version of Resident Evil Four now. Even if you don't like it, oh, this is no. now the de facto version. I'd be like, no, no give me, I, o- I give me OG so Leon. <laughs> no, <laughs> I, I think Leon. that's very unlikely, yeah. but yeah, absolutely. Uh, I think we'll get parts of the original Resident Evil Four for many years to come. Still, don't you worry. <laughs> yeah. uh, and again, there's that fan remake, well, fan sort of HD remake of the the game as well, where they've increased all the textures. So we we we're kind of getting the best of both worlds to some degree, mm. Mm. Um, which is fair enough. Um, yeah, but yeah, yeah and, and and then a little thing to note, we kind of alluded to it earlier. It's it's going to get VR support, isn't it? It didn't say like the full game in VR or anything, but yeah, there's some sort of VR support happening in resident evil 4 remake um and yeah i, I wonder what that is and I, i'm kind of looking forward to that you know, it makes it even more scary let's see um not the only resident evil thing to be announced though as well during the, that state of play um yeah. resident evil um, village is um getting psvr to support as well which yeah, is, uh, is. <laughs> uh, that's that's gonna be scary <laughs> <laughs> that's gonna be uh, yeah. real good and that's just the main game because also a state of play. It's kind of like the Capcom were like jumping between state of play and the um and their own Capcom yeah. showcase and the Game Awards stuff. But yeah, mm-hmm. the, the, their Capcom showcase they actually showed off um a bunch of stuff for Resident Evil Village, didn't they, Michael? Yeah, so they showed off um like a new third person mode for the single player mm. uh, campaign where you can play it from the third person over shoulders perspective. Um and you also had a uh new story DLC um featuring uh oh dear i've forgotten the name of the girl um <laughs> oh god on. what is the name it is the daughter of it's, do- it's, do- it's daughter, daughter of, um, yeah mia correct. not mia mia's the wife no mia's the wife, mia's the wife. The start. Uh, rose um, rose there you go there you go we got it thank you thanks for staying with us but yeah yeah so rose will be getting her own uh story dlc which is all for where she's yeah. yeah, it was all, all for a person, and it's kind of inside her own sort of nightmares as she tries to escape them, which looks kind of intriguing. Like, it is an intriguing prospect. It's like, no guns. Huh. Yeah, yeah. no, she... Well, no, there's a bit with a bit of shooting, it seems, in the trailer, and, um, yeah, she's inside the Mega My Seed, so she's inside that mm. massive, like, beating heart thing, so we'll see how that goes. And also, yeah, you're going to get some more mercenary stuff, um, including one character everyone's a fan of, you get to now play as in mercenaries. Yeah, 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 the internet all cheered. 
yeah. when you can you can now play as Lady, Lady Dimitrescu in um in the yeah, in the Mercedes mode yeah. alongside uh, what's Chris Redfield and Heisenberg. Heisenberg, there we go. That's yeah. what I was looking for. But and uh, they yeah. seem to have quite unique sort of fighting styles. Like um, oh yeah, uh, Lady Dimitrescu can throw the vanity mirror at people as an attack, which is quite <laughs> quite interesting. And she has to look down yeah. obviously under doors to get through them. Um, mm. Yeah, it seems it seems like quite a silly addition to the mercenaries, but mercenaries has never been serious anyway. So yeah, oh, yeah, that's fair so. enough. Yeah, um, it's always been a bit of fun. But yeah, let's let's go back to actually the state of play then, because yeah, there was there was that sort of stuff, wasn't there? Which was great. Um, then there's some obviously Final Fantasy 16. That's so we've got some big news for that. So got to see a brand new trailer for Final Fantasy 16 um, mm-hmm. and a release date of summer 2023. So about a year away, which is not that far. Uh, for what I've been hearing the grapevine, though, it, the game is I mean playable from start to finish. Now they're in the sort of doing a sort of polishing phase for about. Um, a full year, which is quite quite a long time to do a bit of polishing, but I mean that's that's a good news. Good news. I, I doubt it's going to miss the sort of summertime at this rate. Um, but yeah, it seems like the focus on story. It's it's getting very medieval. Like, again, almost in a way, Game of Thrones vibes. And and don't necessarily that thing. No, that's a good thing. But yeah, this idea of these warring factions, and then we have these um people who can actually summon the Eidlons and control them and there's like sort of these massive mega fights between these Eidlons which will play out mm-hmm. as like massive spectacle battles and um, we'll see how that goes some interesting things did come out as well shortly after that about the game so um the game is going to be you know just one character you play as you'll have party members but you won't really control them so a little bit like the final fantasy 15 unfortunately so for those disappointed um that you don't have a gonna have a full party to control that's gonna be a little bit of a shame but you know, hey what can you do um but um you're gonna also also just the interesting thing to note is there's not going to be any american accents everyone's going to be british in the game <laughs> so um, yeah insert your jokes here about you what mate and stuff like that <laughs> and i'll stab you and, and all that rubbish so yeah and that was um that was quite interesting any interest in the final fantasy 16 it's um, going to be ps5 exclusive at least for a little bit i imagine so um, yeah what are your feelings on the game i'm confused um I'll tell you why. Uh, when, when, I, when I saw the trailer, I was sort of thinking, what's happening here? There's a lot of stuff happening on screen. There's lots of um, lot of bright lights and explosions yeah, and possible yeah. effects. I'm like, hang on, hang on. What are we doing? Why? <laughs> there's, a, there's a kid and then a guy gets killed and then a dragon. Oh, and then this thing. And I'm just like, okay, I'm a bit lost. I hope this doesn't link to anything. That's why I'm missing out on uh, what's happening. But no, it's, it's, again, uh, it's very much just sort of like, yeah, I won't expect you uh, there to be tons to understand at the moment. I, I see a few things happening. I'm like, okay, right, that's something related to so and so, but it doesn't relate to anything Final Fantasy widely. I'd say. I did wonder because I was thinking to myself, like, I feel like I'm missing something here. There's something is missing here that I'm not quite seeing. Mm. Um, but but yeah, um, I don't know. Um, I know I've got interest in the Seven remake. I suppose because I did mm. I did actually yeah can I enjoy the Resident uh, Evil Seven remake? Jesus, the um, <laughs> Final Fantasy Seven remake um quite a bit so i'm quite looking forward to the sequel to that but i'm not too sure about the other games just yet yeah. so i haven't got me sold but i'll you know i'll see i might be i might be pleasantly surprised might be yeah. pleasantly surprised well um we can move on to that then if you want um i, I just final thing actually so we got to see some street fighter 6 gameplay looks cool but yeah let's move on we also got a final fantasy 7 25th anniversary stream and uh, we got to see some mm. cool stuff there didn't we michael uh, we certainly did. So we got the Final Fantasy VII Remake Part 2, 
which in your note says it confirms the trilogy. I did not know that. Yeah. Uh, again, the thing <laughs> it's funny because at this point, um, I you know I don't recognize the game because I only played up to after the first city from the Midgar. original game. Right. Thank you, Midgar. Yeah, I I only played up to that point, and then once I got into the open world, I went okay, and then I kind of stopped playing. <laughs> But, um, so yeah, I don't know what's going to happen. I, next, I, can, really. I can tell you a little bit from what I've been able to yeah, do and yeah. stuff. So, yeah, mm. um, the, from this trailer as well. So, yes, it's, it's called, um, it's No Cut Remake Part 2 because if you play the game, you can understand remake is kind of what's happening in the game. It's a little bit of spoiler there for the game. Um, mm. If you've not played it by now, stuff, yeah. Um, it's, it's actually remake <laughs> is what's happening in the game. And then, obviously, the word rebirth can mean several different things depending. And it's called, it's got the colour red to it. That can mean lots of things. But, yeah, what we saw in the trailer was the um, Nibelheim mission from Final Fantasy VII, or at least Cloud's interpretation of the Nibelheim mission. Um, mm. Just a little bit of that. You can see Nibelheim just over, over, the, you know I mean? over the mountains that we've got over the mountain. And you can see the sort of crater up at the top as well so we got to see a little bit of that there was some little flash cuts to little things happening there's a little bit we got to see from the end of the game as from the remake game where zach and cloud are making their way to midgar which um, um obviously if you i recommend you finish final fantasy 7 michael to understand why okay. that's so important of cloud and zach making their way to midgar um, okay yeah Especially, yeah, you know, I mean, who Zack is as well. Um, which you can actually find out who Zack is as well by playing um, Final Fantasy VII Crisis Core because that's getting a remaster as well and um, with mm. lots of really nice new textures. What are your feelings on this, Michael? Because that's... Um... Also, I'm just going to say one more thing, actually. Remake Part 2 coming out winter 2023, so a year and a half away. So that's mm. not bad at all. Yeah, sorry, got Crisis Core Remake... Re- well, this is, this is more of a remaster than a remake or a requel. Mm. Um, so I'm not too sure, really. I didn't actually, I didn't actually tune in for Crisis Core. I didn't, I, ah. I, I kind of, I didn't, I didn't know what it was. I was like, is it? If it's not Final Fantasy VII, I'm not particularly yeah. going to look look at it too much in too much detail. But um, so, so yeah, what is it? I, so I actually Crisis Core it, so is originally it's a prequel to Final Fantasy VII. Um, it originally okay. came out on the PSP in like 2007 to mark the 10th anniversary oh, wow. of Final Fantasy VII. So oh, okay. we're now 25 years in, and yeah, this features Zack, who's a very important part to for the Final Fantasy lore and stuff and who his character is and it's sort of his story and his connection to Sephiroth and you know in him making his way up to become soldier first class um and stuff like that. Um yeah it's it's a very definitely very important part of the story but I I recommend for people who at home are interested in getting into Final Fantasy the seven the sort of like bigger saga. Play a Final mm. Fantasy seven original the PS one PC version whatever it is you know in the original version of the game from ninety seven. Then play Crisis Core and then get into the remake and then rebirth games and so on and so forth. Maybe watch Advent Children, maybe play Dirge of Cerberus. They're not that great, but you might have to you might have to actually watch and get involved in them because there's some wacky stuff that happens in them that might relate to future events. We'll see. Hopefully not, because some of that stuff is not great. <laughs> it's kind of really rough. Crisis Core stuff's pretty fine, you know, it's it's pretty good. And yeah, and that's out this winter, so that's quite interesting. We got this winter Crisis Core remake, next summer Final Fantasy 16 remake, then next winter we have Final Fantasy 7 remake part 2 with uh, as Final Fantasy fans, it seems like we've got a new Final Fantasy related project every oh, 6 yeah. months for a year and a half, which is yeah. You know, and that's, that, that, that makes me quite happy. Um, quite yeah, happy indeed. Tell. That's for sure. 
Right, yeah. So that that was the 25th anniversary. It was a very short stream. But again, yeah, during that, they, they showed off, yeah, this is part two of a trilogy. Um, and obviously, people know trilogies and stuff. Part two is sort of your, your part where your hero's at their lowest point and stuff. So there's going to be definitely stuff that happens in this game, that just from the original game, that they're going to remake. And then stuff, obviously, with the nature of the game not being a remake, but being a sort of a requel. Um, that's the word I'm using, remake sequel um <laughs> if you didn't work that out yeah um yeah. there's gonna be some interesting stuff that'll happen there i'm i'm sure um but we'll have to see about that but yeah that, that was the 25th anniversary event um the capcom showcase as well which we mentioned a little bit of some of that stuff because we got to see a little bit of an expanded version of the resident evil 4 gameplay it was you got to see like three seconds of gameplay it wasn't much but <laughs> we got to see a few other things didn't we michael we went over the resident evil village dlc but what else did we get mm-hmm. there so they also mentioned that you'll be getting uh, current-gen updates to Resident Evil mm. games 2, 3, and then 7. We'll be getting uh, current-gen updates. I think they're going to get very tracing. They're going to enhance the textures a little bit yeah. for uh, consoles. And I think if you own, already own this stuff on PC, it'll be coming down as a patch yeah. where you get the updated next-gen visuals on top of it. Which is something because I think I think the Resident Evil two, three, and seven games are already looking really good. Yeah. I think they I think they've already aged you know, yeah. really well considering they've basically um, slapped on a little bit of ray tracing and stuff. And I've yet to redeem my mm. free copies for on the PS five, but um, yeah, they're, you know, I mean, they're definitely ready and waiting. And next time I want to go play Resident Evil two, three, and um, seven, um, that'll probably be how I do it. Unless I want to play VR, I'm hoping to give it get a PSVR two part of Resident Evil 7 but I don't know Mm. if it's just Resident Evil 8 I'm fine with that as well but yeah yeah so so yeah that's that's that that's that that's that news um Apparently, Drag- Dragon Dogma Two is now com- is now coming out and has been announced. How do you feel about that, Elliot? Uh, yeah, that was so. Th- as part of this stream, they actually announced a 10th anniversary Dragon Dogma t- um, Two stream. Uh, I didn't actually watch the stream much. I think it was happening during the Devolver Digital stream. I was like, I prefer to watch that out of the two. Hmm. Um, hmm. We'll get into that why that's in a, in a bit because that was pretty 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 amazing. Uh, um, as always but yeah so I, I watched it afterwards I skipped through a lot of it it was just people talking about Dragon's Dogma why it's cool what the lights and stuff they didn't really mention Dragon's Dogma online I don't think but then yeah right at the end they, you know I mean? they zipped out the jackets and they did the sort of we do it sort of thing and it had a Dragon's Dogma 2 logo on it so that, that officially announced no more details other than that this is very much you know I mean we, we knew the guys who made um, DM, DMC5 after they finished that they were pretty much going yeah we're going to make Dragon's Dogma 2 so it's been in the works for about a year and a half two years now I think um, mm. two and two and a half years so yeah they're probably on works with it we'll probably hear about it 2024 at this rate maybe 2023 we'll hear a little bit um, so yeah um, I, I'm, I'm excited Dragon's Dogma is a, very much a cult classic not a perfect game but um, some of my, I had one of my friends I, I dropped him a message and went Dragon's Dogma 2 got announced and we're like hell yeah you know what I mean that's very much our sort of game that we like but yeah old school sort of medieval fantasy game slaying dragons and stuff uh, have you ever played it before Michael Dragon's Dogma no I mean I've, I've, no. I've heard of it um, I've heard of it by yourself but I've never never played it myself no no I, I'd recommend check it out I think it, it might it might tickle your fancy a little bit it's, it's, it's pretty it's pretty it's, I'd say it's pretty unique in a way okay um, yeah yeah. It's, it's not you know, completely unique it's a medieval fantasy during fighting dragons and so on game but there's some unique stuff there and it's you know, it's, it's a surprise it took them oh it's going to take them over a decade for it to make a sequel uh, I don't think the first game sold that well initially and then I think over time it's just got word of mouth and people have just 
continue to buy it. Uh, much like what's been going on with Metal Gear Rising, in a way, if people have been seeing that, just people are just streaming the hell out of Metal Gear Rising for some reason. But that's been fun. Yeah, that's kind of what we saw at Capcom Showcase. A bit more of that Exo Primal game, that dinosaur game, that was a bit funky. Um, but yeah, what what else would you like to tackle? Because there's so many events. Should we get into the big Xbox one? Because there was a a lot of stuff, um, not too hmm. much stuff I'm interested in, but Michael, is there anything that took you off fancy during the Xbox game showcase? Uh, yeah, there's, I mean, there's a couple of small little things which were kind of, kind of got me interested. I'm, I'm weirded out by the fact that Microsoft Flight Simulator has the uh, Halo Pelican in it now. Cause <laughs> considering it's a, a pretty serious flight sim game, it's like, I'm going to ch- chuck in this fictional um, uh, aircraft, and I'm like, oh. All right. I mean, it's it's not, it's only it wasn't expected, but it's um it's pretty funny. I mean, helicopters mm. and gliders make sense, but the pelican really. Um. So yeah. Um. Apart from that, there was um. So so Hideo Kojima turned up and said, you know, hi, I'm going to be working with Xbox Studios, and then he went again. So I was like, oh. Yeah, it was, it's very. It was like, hey, I'm working some cloud based with Xbox maybe exclusive we don't know and it was it was very much like i think he, that's like his next project after whatever he's working on now probably death stranding 2 or whatever um oh, yeah God. it was it was very bare bones almost like could you just wait you know in a couple of years we don't care about that at the moment yeah, yeah. um there was a few there was a big thing obviously the big thing was we got to see a bunch of starfield what were your feelings on starfield we got to see 15 minutes of gameplay. Oh, of course um i was reminded of fallout 76 <laughs> in, 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 in that I just sort of watched the whole thing thinking is this on the creation engine again yeah it's, oh, it's, it's a to- heavily it's to- modified to- one yeah to- to- Todd is telling his words again oh we've got what what is it like oh, he said there's like a hundred like unique worlds or something like that hun- was it more uh, than a that? thousand unique worlds yeah oh yeah no 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 it won't be that it'll be like It'd be like ten unique worlds and then copy and paste. It, 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 I don't. I don't think it's technically possible to have a thousand unique worlds. I yeah, don't trust. Yeah. I do not trust Bethesda Game Studios to deliver on that. So I'm sort of watching the showcase, going, I don't have excitement for this one. I think I'm going to. It just. It just. Again, I'm getting sixteen times the detail. It is. <laughs> is all I'm hearing in my head. Sixteen times the detail. All, all that sort of stuff. Tell me lies, but, sweet um, little lies, Todd Howard. <laughs> exactly. So. So. I I wasn't excited for it. I'm annoyed that everyone else is so like suddenly so excited for this game. Mm. And you know, it's like from the Xbox reveals, like obviously oh, the biggest thing. But I'm there going, yes, but ha- ha- why have we not learned a lesson here? This sounds a bit too ambitious for Bethesda to pull yeah, off. Yeah. In my opinion, as a cynical person, I just yeah, I don't really I, I don't really let them go that easy. They've always, the games have always been a bit buggy for me, but yeah, I I don't I I don't really have um. I don't really have high hopes for for the Starfield, although people are kind of saying that's like, oh, it's kind of like No Man's Sky. I'm sort of thinking, huh? I mean, I don't know if they're quite right, but that's an interesting analogy to make. Yeah, I was. I had some funny puns. Was it No Man's Skyrim was one of them. Ah, uh, uh, nice. Or Todd yeah. Man's Sky. Some I can't remember that stuff like that. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I don't know what to feel like that is. I mean, Bethesda make all right games. You know, I mean, they make big popular games. Um, yeah. But yeah, again, we we've heard Todd Howard's lines many times before. So like, yeah, that thousand worlds thing definitely stood out to me. Going, 
uh, we'll see what that means. I'm sure it's not like about there's a thousand worlds, but like the sort of like how we're involved in worlds are. You know what I mean? I'm sure you'll go yeah. visit one and be like, right, that's very much similar to this world and that and so forth. Um, mm. But yeah, <laughs> that was yeah, the sort it's... of the big thing they showed off. Um, and yeah, it's sort of the shooting looked very much Bethesda-less. You know what I mean? It was acceptable shooting. It wasn't like, amazing stuff. Yeah, uh, and yeah. yeah there's, there's a few other things. So, like, we've got the announcement of Persona 3, 4, and 5 coming to Xbox, PC, also PS5 as well, and PlayStation 4 for the Persona 4, which is, makes me very happy, Persona 3 and 4. And then also it got announced just actually just yesterday as well that um, the Persona 3, 4, and 5 are also coming to the Switch as well, which is unsurprising. So Persona 3, nice. 4, and 5 are going to be everywhere, which is great. You know what I mean? More games everywhere, especially Persona 4. That's sorry, one of my favorite games of all time. So I will be here. Unfortunately, Persona 3 and 4 are on digital only, um, which makes me a little sad. I'm hoping some, some company picks it up and goes, yeah, we'll make a physical copy, but I do have a physical Switch copy, which is fine. Yeah, so that we got that. Um, we've got lots of different stuff. You know what I mean? Smaller stuff like Obsidian are working on a 16th century... Um, murder mystery game um, called Pentanium and just just a few little interesting things here and there but nothing that really you know, tickled my fancy unfortunately uh, actually mm. other than the Team Ninja guys so the guys who made Neo are now are working on Wulong Fallen Dynasty so instead of obviously taking on Japanese samurai and stuff they're now taking on the sort of Chinese Romance of the Three Kingdoms stuff uh, and they've actually got a Bloodborne producer on there as well so um, I think that might that might be pretty darn good, but we'll have to see on that one. And um, that's not exclusive to Xbox, but obviously they've got this sort of marketing deal for it at the moment. But yeah, um, anything else? Any final things with the Xbox thing, Michael? That you've really, really took, um, you really liked? Um, uh, I don't know if there was much that that sort of stayed with me um, mm-hmm. for that one. So I'm reading through like a couple of announcements there, and just yeah, it's like oh yeah, Minecraft are doing a. a like a like a dungeon crawler, though I yeah, say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The shoulder. I was like, oh, I forgot they're doing that, and that falls the falls Horizon Five are putting Hot Wheels in it. Um, falls have done doing a motorsport one, which looks fine. Um, yeah, I sort of remember going. Huh, I can't actually remember much. Yeah, it's, it's, it seems one. like a sort of a standard affair outside of the stuff we've talked about from Microsoft. It's a holding pattern to say the bottled them studios. It seems like there's not much to get excited at least for this year as well not much to get excited for and um, they did say they've got 50 games coming to xbox and pc over the next year uh, most yeah. on game pass which is good you know what mm. i mean that's I mean, it's good value uh, if you but if you buy game pass it means you can have uh, for a year you're gonna have a game you know, in a couple of games every month and stuff which is great um but yeah the, the, the event that did really excite me because they always do a fabulous job is the devolver direct uh did you uh. watch the devolver direct I'm afraid I haven't yet. Oh, right. I haven't yet. I did. I did miss that one. Yeah. Um. I'll have to give it a watch because yeah, I know it's pretty. It's pretty crazy. It's pretty usually. outlandish, and I, I like it. Yeah. Didn't yeah. show many games. We'll talk about one of the games because the one of the games did look fabulous. But, um. Yeah. Devolver Direct. Um. Very much. It's the sort of references they're pulling are very specific to my ta- likes and tastes. I was like, right. This. This. They understand their audience pretty well. So, it's very much. It was. Um. Uh, it was them doing a sort of their rift on um, this this movie called The End of Evangelion from 97. And there's this sequence called Human Instrumentality. Uh, it's, it's, I think this film's great. And I love the TV show as well. It's, it's top rated stuff of all time, pretty much. And it's sort of a big reference to that using the sort of the market consolidation as its sort of catalyst. I mean, obviously, we have seen a lot of companies gobbling each other up, and it's this idea of, like, all these companies gobbling each other from becoming one entity. And then they have Suda51 being the sort of the host of the show, who's obviously a game dev 
for non our heroes and then there's even like references to god what was it again never ending story at one point it's the very i mean you have to you have to know about very specific stuff to understand some of these references and um i i was i was quite impressed i was like that's that's a very niche thing that i can understand i, I could get a good laugh out of so i got a good laugh i'll be interested to see how you feel about this michael because it's um i wonder if some of it will go over your head <laughs> unfortunately but yeah the one game they did show off was a game called skate story coming out in 2023 this game looks pretty cool. Um, you are a skateboarding demon who has to has to skate. You know what I mean? No matter what, uh, it's got sort of like it feels like it's sort of the cameras low down like a skate game, but it's got it's this really cool style of all this like sort of warped glass and a lot of chromatic aberration and stuff. And it's gonna have a really cool soundtrack as well um, by Blood Cultures. So it. Uh, I, I felt that was pretty cool as a trailer. I was I was pretty happy about that because I think this game got showed off last year and it didn't look as cool, but now it looks like they've put done a little bit more stuff into it. But that's not out till twenty twenty three, unfortunately. Uh, did you manage to check out a little bit of skate story trailer that I attached in below? Uh, unfortunately, I didn't have a chance to get no. it to Earth, so uh, yeah. No worries. That's that's totally fine, man. So yeah, um, that's that's that was that Devolver Direct fabulous job as always, and and. I wonder what they're going to do next year because they they got very specific <laughs> on their references this year, uh, even oh, more wow, so. Wow, so. Wow. <laughs> so yeah, Glad to see. And then Did we got a bit it? of Summer Games Fest. Unfortunately, I didn't highlight too much in Summer Games Fest, but not much took my fancy. Not to say there wasn't tons of stuff announced. I mean, they got to see some Modern Warfare Two gameplay, which was cool. I'm sure for a lot of people who are fans of Modern Warfare Two, but for me, mm. not so much. And then we got to see the Last yeah. of Us remake that got like leaked the day before, and people were annoyed. And that's coming yeah. in September to PS5 and PC. I don't see the point. Oh I, yeah, I, yeah. I, 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 I watched that and went, "Why? It looks partially better." It, 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 it looks better, but it's like, you know, I mean, who cares what it looks it's like? like we're, it's like we're putting the gameplay advantages of the Last of Us Part Two into the first game. Like, okay, so you can go prone. Exactly. That's what I mean. That's how you can go prone. Uh, just, I, I don't know if it's. I yeah, I, I don't. I never saw the point, and everyone loves it, and obviously, yeah, it looks prettier. That's great. And fine, but uh, it's pointless. I just I don't see the point. And also, part of me's going, hang on a minute. Are you going to like, you know, write out some of the some of the Last of Us writing to make it fit more with the Last of Us Part Two? Uh, are you are you thinking what I'm thinking about the end of Last of Us Part One? <laughs> yeah, There's yeah, a, yeah. When you can choose not to shoot the doctors, and that yeah. one of them doctors has to die for Last of Us Part Two to make sense. <laughs> that that would yeah. be pretty funny because it kind of just shows like how much they're <laughs> very much I'm gonna use the word sniffing their own farts in a way. <laughs> you know what I mean? Believing their own <laughs> own sort of yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna see how that's quite interesting. Yeah, I don't know if I care. And and the charging seventy dollars or your original equivalent, so they're charging full price for this game. Really? They say it's a, yeah, mm. exactly. They say it's a from the ground up remake. And like the special edition for the game, which is like hundred and fifty dollars, whatever, two hundred dollars, whatever the original equivalent is. Um and that sold out instantly as well. I'm like, oh, oh. come on, people. You know, it's it is it does like you know it, it Basically, it looks like what they've done with the Crisis Core game, and I reckon that's not going to be full price to Crisis Core game. That's for sure. They've done basically it's a very similar thing there, and yeah. Not... I mean, will we expect another remake when Last of Us Part Three comes out? Will they get Last of Us Part <laughs> Two and Last of Us Part One looking as good as Last of oh, Us Part man. Three? You know what I mean? I, I it's pointless, but, it, but yeah. all right. Could you Whatever. imagine? It, Could you it imagine? Is, it is what it is. Yeah, <laughs> that yeah. would be that would be pretty funny actually. <laughs> <laughs> to a degree, but yeah, the remade Last of Us 
the one that didn't remake it did a remaster didn't they in 2014 for the ps4 and stuff and it's just yeah that made sense it's yeah, like yeah. pop on 60 fps for the ps4 yeah and it, you know what i mean it was a new franchise and you know what i mean people missed out on the ps3 and might want the ps4 but people have mm. played that game by now do you know what I mean? they don't need they don't need it again and it's technically coming with less content because it's not going to come with their uh multiplayer mode because they're working on the mm. expanded version of multiplayer mode that's going to be a proper game now and stuff yeah and they yeah. showed us a picture yeah, they showed us a picture of it. It was like, oh, it's set in California. That's what basically like, we got from the picture. It was like, wow, yeah. great. You know, I mean, California so, devs make a game set in California. <laughs> you know, yeah. it, it was like, it wasn't... Heck, you know, it was, it, yeah, I'm not impressed by what Naughty Dog are doing at the moment. Not only does it feel yeah. lazy, it just feels really uninspired. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I mean, it's just like, oh, we've got one we'll, we'll player game in progress. Here's a picture. And I'm like, that doesn't give that doesn't give, okay gives me nothing it looks like the campaign again it, it, like like if you just showed that picture with no context it'd be like is that a level from the upcoming game is it from the existing yeah. one is it from the second i don't know it just it doesn't look like i don't know I just don't really know what's in there because last of us multiplayer for the original last of us actually really good if i remember rightly yeah so. no I, I played that quite a bit on the mm, ps3 mm. and ps4 I mainly on ps3 actually surprisingly i, I just when it Same came actually, out oh, yeah, i played yeah. there's a bunch of that um, but let's go over some of the Sonoma Games stuff just to give them a little bit of notice because some people are like, oh, what did happen there? So Blue Book mm. team announced layers of fears um, mm. for PS5, Xbox Series X and PC. We got to see Guile's gameplay in Street Fighter. He looks like he has a really cool beard now. That's cool. Street Fighter 6 gameplay. Um, Flashback 2 announced, so a Flashback classic PC game from back in the day. I think it's... What else was on? It was on tons of stuff, but classic PC game. Uh, we've got to see a bit more of that Solstice. That's coming out in September 2022. I know, I, that kind of looks like my alley. Uh, Marvel Midnight Suns, the, the XCOM guy is making the Marvel game um, coming out in October. Um, hmm. You're the yeah. XCOM fan, that Michael. Any interest in this Midnight Suns at the moment? When I sort of, I was sort of like had this, so I had this stream playing on one of my monster screens. I was doing something else on the other. Yeah. And I heard from the makers of XCOM, I was like, wait, what? Who? <laughs> hmm? And it's like, oh, how's this going to work? So I'm curious, but uh, I'm not quite sold. But it's, mm. uh, yeah, it definitely put my attention just from the from the creators of, um, although they might be doing, and I hope they don't do a cheeky tactic like, oh, yes, from the uh artist from xcom like oh that doesn't count <laughs> yeah no and i think it's from some of the developers yeah it's, yeah, it's a proper yeah, thing. yeah um yeah we got to see um modern warfare 2 gameplay and stuff that seemed it almost seemed like the original modern warfare 2 but just but it's actually apparently a new game isn't it so i don't know about that it's it seems the, the, fine did, didn't the first little bit make you laugh though? it was like in like tw- in 2017 modern warfare changed everything it's like what? No, it didn't. It, it was didn't. a sequel to a really popular game. It didn't change it, everything. It, it, at all. it was. It was. It was redoing a, a, a really popular idea from 2007. Um, yeah. If it just said Modern Warfare One changed everything, I could kind of believe that because that did. Yeah. Went in yeah. the industry for like almost a decade in a way. Yeah, hundred percent. But yeah, I was like, what? What did it change? Anyway, and then I went on to into this. It's the gameplay footage, which is fine. I the, the problem for me is like, is it going to be over the top? Actually, Michael Bay nonsense is going to be more akin to Modern Warfare, the original. Oh, right, it's yeah, kind yeah. of, it's a bit, it's a bit over top silly nonsense. So I'm like, going, eh, I don't know, I don't know if it be, if, if if this will be for me. But if it's coming to Game Pass, and you know, I have Game Pass at that point, then I'll probably I'll probably yeah. give it a go, won't I? Yeah, but it's got the character you like in it, hasn't it? Was it? Is it Soap or something? Or what his name is? Soap. It's got oh, Soap. Okay, it's right, got, that's fine. Got Soap. It's got Gaz. It's got Price. It's got 
Ghost. Uh, That's one that I remember, yeah. Yeah, I really want Gals and Ghosts to have the same voice just to be extra confusing because when you play the original One Warfare and One Warfare 2, you then go, hang on a minute, They're exactly the same voice actor but just different <laughs> characters. It's And they've the same voice as well. Do you want me to do anything else? No, no, no. Just go go, go just London. Do one again, it's fine. It's just a military Yeah, do that one again. again. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah and, then, and then we got to see Alien Dark Descent, which mm. is a top-down shooter or a strategy RPG. It's in the Aliens universe. And yeah, um, that's kind of what we all got from the Summer's Games Fest. Um, mm. Cool stuff. Um, yeah, it's. I mean, there's, there's some okay stuff. I don't think. I think because E3 didn't happen, these are kind of like where the sort of smaller announcements went and stuff, and um, whether people are not doing their big streams. But yeah, that's fair enough. And then yesterday, as we're recording, there was the Nintendo Direct Mini. A few little things from that. Uh, anything you, that you found quite exciting, Michael, from this, or is it none of your nothing you liked? Uh, I kind of missed this one. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, so I kind of thought I'd leave leave, leave you it to. to me. Yeah, hundred percent to cover. Yeah, it. that's fine. So yeah, um, I wonder quite, what you start with. Something first. I was, something I was quite surprised at, and I was like, it's from this is a very specific game to me. Is um, there's a PS1 game called Pac-Man World. Um, it's a. I almost rebought it actually about two months ago. I saw a cheap copy and I almost rebought it. And I was like, ah, no, I won't end up playing it. I won't bother. Um, and it turns out was that was maybe a good idea because they're actually remaking Pac-Man World, not only for the Switch but for other consoles as well. And that's coming out in a few months' time. I'm somewhat looking forward to this. Um, probably most people couldn't care less. You know what I mean? Couldn't care less at all. But for me, I was like, yeah, you know what? I'm I'm down for this. You know what I mean? We've got new Clonoa games coming out as well. It seems like these PS1 games are getting these sort of like really simple remasters, which is is nice myself. I think that's pretty nice. But yeah, that should be out in a few months, up like back end of this year. Which yeah. I'll look for that. that. That came out in 99, that original game. I feel old now. <laughs> um, the other thing as well is, so obviously we've recently, last few years, we've been getting a lot of Mega Man sort of ports and stuff. We've got the original um, 10 games, then we've got the X games as well, Mega Man X games, and then we got the Mega Man Zero games. And it was like, right, they've got to do um, Mega Man Legends soon, haven't they? They've not done Mega Man Legends yet. They've gone straight to Battle Network. Um, and these are sort of like, these are not actually Mega Man games. They're, I mean these very funky games and it's hard to explain because I've, I've only played them a little bit but i'm not a big fan of the battle network games but hey do you know what i mean once they get this done maybe they'll get to Mega Man legends and so on and so forth um so yeah that, that was interesting to some degree i guess but yeah um well i might pick it up and i might try them but i've never been a fan of them i'm hoping to do again legends one or two at some point soon um quite a surprise for me at least <laughs> in this um a game I rate is probably one of my favourite games of all time. Um, Near Automata is uh, coming to the Nintendo Switch of all consoles. Uh, proper port, I mean, not a Sky, uh, not a Sky version, a, a Cloud version, a proper mm-hmm. version. Um, probably not going to run so well. I don't think that game on the Switch. Um, it's very much going to be a somewhat miracle port like Doom, I imagine, in a way. Um, <laughs> but yeah, um, I did see Perhaps. people making fun of this just really going, oh look, it's an official screenshot of um, Neo Automata on Switch and it was just like five or six pixels <laughs> all mushed together <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, great you know I, mean? I might pick this up because I'm a mega fan of Neo you know I, mean? I might I might just pick this up and I mean, never even open it <laughs> it might just sit on my shelf uh, and then we mentioned obviously earlier Persona 3, 4 and 5 getting Nintendo Switch and then the Portal games just came out as well for Switch but yeah nothing fantastic unfortunately but that was all sort of all the events we do have a little bit more news Michael is there anything else that took you fan- fancy from the news that did happen throughout the month that wasn't related to the Naughty 3 stuff because there was a few stuff, a few things wasn't there 
Yeah, uh, absolutely. So uh, something kind of, again, it's like interesting. It's like from my childhood is that we got another Dark Alliance game going to oh, PC, yeah. PC. Not a new one, but as in they're remaking, Dark not Alliance remaking, 2. but they're kind Orange. of porting the original Dark Alliance 2, which was in 2004, this is the onto one I PC like. and consoles. I think I mentioned it before really? when they announced Dark Alliance 1. Yeah, um, yeah. Part, I was like, oh, that's cool, but I want Dark Alliance 2. That's the one I remember. So, I yeah, to, yeah, I remember that. I also remember I keep looking at the re, uh, port of the first one on PC, which is still like thirty quid. Which it's is expensive, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. And um, reading the comments, and that's like, I'll oh, bring out the second one, bring out the second one. So <laughs> I think they've uh, bowed to public pressure. They're going, all right, here you go. You know what? If if they do um, the first one, the second one, and the physical release at some point, someone picks up like limited run games, or maybe someone better who does better distribution if the UK at least. Uh, I I'd pick that up. Do you know what I mean? Uh, but if it's thirty quid at launch and it just stays there, that's gonna be a hard sell because it's just a part, isn't it? With maybe a bit of up resin. So yeah, yeah. So it's like it could do it could, like it has four K textures. So like yeah, but the textures aren't high quality to begin with. But sure, you can have. You can have, you know, the read and visuals. It's, I think it's more just the convenience of playing, you know, kind of... Now, those sort of games make sense to sort of port or sort of somewhat mm. remaster, if you want to call it that. Um, uh, but yeah, I just sort of saw that and went, oh, look at that. That's, uh, that's you know, that's that's pretty funny. I didn't realise that, yeah. Um, didn't realise that was going to be coming out as well. Um, but yeah, um I think it was also. I think you also want to talk a lot about how um, Agent Sixty Four is a new game that's yeah. coming out, which will be the uh, Golden Eye sequel that, in, in your eyes, never really sort of never sort of ha- yeah. happened. Really. So before we get into this game called Agent Sixty Four, which looks pretty cool, at least for me. Mm. Uh, we've been getting these rumours just going about like Golden Eyes coming out, it's getting a remaster. Like we've had um, achievements leak on the, you know, on the Xbox Marketplace, and it's just like. This game's got to exist. Maybe there's some sort of licensing issue why it's not coming out. But and I think there's been a there's been a leak of the actual game and people have been playing it, a non-official version from like a decade ago. But it's, it just seems like Golden Knight's coming out at some point soon, sort of a, a, a HD port of some sort. Um, but it's just not out yet. Um, it's just just not there yet. Um, I'm getting very annoyed. I'm like just. Show it already, and I really, I really do care about Golden Eye. Golden Eye is one of my. It's not an amazing game, you know. It's definitely not aged well, but I, I, I'll have tons of fun myself playing that game. Um, yeah. But if if it doesn't come out for whatever reason, there's some sort of licensing thing why it's just not coming out. You know, I mean, some some weirds that can't officially launch it, and that's why we've had this little league version. That's probably not the version we're getting. Um, we do have Agent Sixty Four, which is um, a spiritual successor to Golden Eye. Hit um, Golden Eye. Um, 64 yeah um this looks great you know it looks like gold knight looks like perfect dark the main thing this has is it has a sort of level editor so people yeah, will just make that, the yeah. levels from golden eye in it anyway um, but it means you can make your maps and you know what yeah. when this comes out I'm, I'm gonna definitely buy this even if we do get a golden eye sequel because if i could just make levels with friends and we can play multiplayer maps that like golden eye and you know, it'll have its online and stuff that's you know that's for me that's a that's an easy win um and i, I reckon I'll, i can easily convince friends to buy this game because it's not going to be super expensive other thing or i will buy them copies of this game to play with me because mm-hmm. i think I'll, I'll i'll quite enjoy that but yeah that's the main thing that took my eye out of the news that didn't really come out of e3 and stuff um any final things michael uh i mean i suppose so i i've just noticed that there's a apparently a gran turismo movie is going to be coming out in august yeah. 2023 which 
is strange they're doing a, a movie for, yeah. for that's by neil blomkamp the guy who made district nine and uh, stuff yeah. like that yeah yeah i don't know i, I feel mean... like yeah he made Chappie elysium district nine he's really he's, he's this sort of south african director i don't know why and yeah what i think a, a documentary about cars just called gran turismo would be better because you know, Gran Turismo is not about you know, in, anything other than the it's, cars. It's, I mean, it's not yeah, about us. There's yeah. not a narrative through line or anything. It feels mm, like you're yeah. just doing sort of basically you'll make Fast and Furious and stick the name Gran Turismo on it in a way. <laughs> mm. Although, I mean, to give it give it, give it, it uh, some kudos, it's, they're basing it off um, uh, a true story where you got a teenage Gran Turismo player who um, oh, right. managed to win a bunch of Nissan competitions and then became a professional race drivers as a result right. okay. um, which i think basically bases it on the gt academy contest which was the mm. nissan and sony uh, collaboration between 2008 to 2016 so um it might be based on one of those but yeah. uh i don't think it really says for sure but it's just a bit yeah. i'd rather see a documentary about that person's story rather than a film in a way but yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. It's such a bizarre thing to choose. I can, I understand a Mario film as you know, what I mean, as silly as yeah, that's gonna yeah. be. You know, I understand that. Um, yeah, but yeah, this just doesn't really make much sense. You know, I mean, again, a documentary makes more sense. I feel, I feel like that's that's how you would treat Gran Turismo better as a documentary. Than anything mm. else? Um, but yeah, you know, I mean, we see, we see, you know, I mean, people not treating um, properties well into adapting them. You know, what I mean, we see the Netflix Resident Evil trailer. Um, that TV shows out in July. That's gonna be awful, and I'm so <laughs> ready for it. <laughs> oh yeah, I think I've, I think I saw this, didn't I? Yeah. Well, um... Oh man, there's two trailers, and like one's bad, and then one's even worse. <laughs> like there's two trailers that got announced, showing off. Yeah, it it doesn't it, look great at all. I, I I can barely, you know, I can barely remember. The, the trailers and that's that's pretty Good. bad. I, forget I, about I'm it. Pr- forget about. Pretty... I will deal with this. You forget about it. <laughs> Save yourself. <laughs> yeah, this is, and it's just yeah. There's no marketing for it now as well either. So you know it's coming out in a month. This is oh, this has been sent out to die. And and then they were saying, oh yeah, it's gonna be canon. I'm like, nah, this is getting written away from canon. Like day one, people will be like, what is this garbage? <laughs> what is this absolute garbage? Mm. Yeah, it's you know, and there's. there's I'll report back and I'll watch it. Um, whether I watch one episode or whether I flip a table and uh, watch more than five seconds, we'll see. But I'll, I mean, I'll give it a try. For sure. I, I'm, I'll give it a go as well. Why not? I'll, yeah. I'll watch I'll watch the episode. We can, we can share the pain. We'll have to sync up our streams or something. We can watch it together. We can have a chat while we, we watch it and stuff. Yeah. There's yeah, some sort of thing. If you get Netflix, I think you can... If you both get Netflix, you can like share and stuff as long as you both logged in or whatever. But uh, mm-hmm. you know, at the same time, I don't want to give Netflix my money, so we'll see if there's a workaround for that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's kind of all the stuff I think for me at least. I, I don't want to talk about much more else. There's some terrible stories about NFTs and stuff, and I don't want to get into that and terrible business practices. But we've had a little bit of fun stuff. I think we can allow ourselves to ch- talk positive about games for once, other than Resident Evil, the TV show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah sure sure right. so yeah that's that's all the news again i mean i'm sure we can talk about more but yeah the main things were the sort of not e3 stuff that was happening yeah should we move on to games of july 2022 because there's quite a few of them Um, some all right nothing massive in i don't think but yeah i a few, mean a few speak for yourself 
Well, is, is there something big actually coming out that I've just not not noticed? We'll, we'll go through them, and I'm sure you'll announce it. Yeah. You'll, oh, you'll I know, know what it is, actually. Yeah, I already yeah, know. Yeah. yeah, there you go. <laughs> we didn't talk about it in the news, but yeah, let's let's go on with it. So, yeah, do you want to start off mm. what's, what's coming out on the 1st of July? So, 1st of July, we have Formula 1 22, which is coming out for the PC, PS4, PS5, Xbox One, Xbox Series X. Uh, and then on the 5th, we have Camp... Um, I, I, I can't get that's the game we talked about. Ah, yes, it's the one we talked about. Yeah, the third-person shooter. So I was, I was right. The <laughs> uh, co-op shoot, co-op shooter coming to PC, PS4, PS5, Xbox One, Xbox Series X. We also have on the same day we've got a game called I believe it's called Eurokill. The Cal- oh gosh, the Calculation Cal- game, yay! Uh, for Windows, PC, Switch, PS4, PS5. Um, that's a shoot 'em up game. Yes, it is a shoot 'em up game. Published by NIS NIS America, so it's probably some sort of weeb game of some sort. I'm sure. Well, who knows? And then we have got another weeb game coming out on mm. the eighth, haven't we, Michael? Have we? It's, it's yeah. called AI the Somnium Files, Nirvana Initiative, right? I've actually heard the AI Somnium Files. I think this is an expanded version of that game. I've heard it's all right, actually. Um, I've not seen yeah. enough to say if it's something I'll like, but I've heard it's all right. But yeah, that's Windows, PS, Nintendo Switch, PS4, Xbox. Yeah, cool. Yeah. And then we've also got um, Klonoa Fantasy Reverie series. Yeah. PC, Switch, PS4, PS5, Xbox One, Xbox Series X. And you've highlighted this one, so I'm curious yeah, to hear why. Yeah, this is me. I've actually just ordered it yesterday. Um, so yeah, Klonoa, oh, yeah. much like the Pac-Man game that I mentioned, it's uh, Klonoa, the original, is a PS1 game. Then it got ported to Wii, and then they made a sequel on PS2. Um, yeah, um, I'm glad to see just Klonoa's back, because you know, I mean, that, fran- that franchise basically had them games just died uh, this might be trying to do a revival so anyone who is interested in Klonoa um, I'd say buy it and stuff whether it's any good or not I don't know but um, being good at least um, on the PS1 this is based off the Wii version but then they've made it look more like the PS1 version and stuff and then yeah the second game they've updated textures looks like they've done a half decent job for it and um, I'll be I'll play it today and just relive a bit of nostalgia um, but yeah we'll, I'll report back on that next month hmm Cool, cool. Um, so, what is it then? Is it a platformer? So yeah, it's a sort like. of 2D side-scrolling platformer. Yeah, sorry, I didn't tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's um, it's again, it's a, it's, it's. Do you know the main thing about Klonoa? People know it for is because the PS1 version of the game. It's really expensive now, <laughs> like really, really expensive. Oh wow. Um, yeah. Probably pay about. 200 300 for a copy at this rate <laughs> this will probably bring it down in price a little bit but yeah if this doesn't sell um, I, i've heard people talking about it though so i think people are going to be buy this whether it's tons or just a few but yeah i think this might <laughs> this might go up in price as well in a few years time we'll see not that i'm buying it for that but yeah that's coming out on the 8th what else do we have michael mm-hmm. so on the 12th we've got time on frog island uh an adventure game coming to pc nintendo switch ps4 ps5 xbox one xbox series x um, we have on the 13th Loop Mancer for PC uh, a Light coming on there um, the 19th we've got a game called As Dusk Falls which is for PC, Xbox One Xbox Series X now did we get a review of that just recently because I feel like that, that rings a bell but I don't Falls. know yeah or well, I'm making hmm. it up I'm trying to think I'm also trying to think but I'm kind of drawing straws but uh, it, it, never sounds familiar. it says on Steam about the game because let's see here if it wants to boot up the mm. Steam page. Oh, that's what we saw. We saw it at bloody um, at the Xbox Games 
thing. It's that sort of like they call it stylized, but it's basically just cardboard cutouts of people moving. It's very like it looks very. It looks. I don't like the art style, basically, of it. But it's, it's an oh, adventure yeah. game. Yeah. Um, yeah, I remember now. Look, yeah. Yeah, it doesn't look like my jam, at least. Um, but that'll be on it Game Pass. A... Hey, so if you got Game Pass, you yeah. can try it for free. But yeah, it's it got this sort bit... of this style where it's just like. It basically it's these drawings but then every like every two seconds they then move and it just looks really like off putting to myself personally. Yeah. For me this looks at I remember it's now I'm actually looking at a bit of the, the trailer. But it looks a bit um it's reminded me of that game we both despise. Um Life is Strange. <laughs> yes, yeah, it's reminded me of that. Yeah. I'm getting Life is I Strange it, vibes is going. It the Hang Life is Strange devs? Is it Life I, No, it's not okay. <laughs> no, I don't think so. Different, different people, but 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 yeah, I, I'm just getting vibes of. Hang on a minute. Yeah, no, it's... this this looks familiar. Um, but anyway, uh, on the same day, so uh, we've got ending. Extinction is forever. Um, oh wait, is it ending or is it endling? Because that sounds daft if it's ending. No, it's, yeah, it's no, it's ending. Extinction is forever. Mm. No, it's endling. Endling. Actually, okay, it's not right. L. Yeah. So that's that, way better that's... name. Ending extinction is forever. That's way better I'm... name. Uh, it kind of sounds a bit deafer, so ending is like, well, yeah, okay. But anyway, so the Adventure, Adventure Survival game there for PC, Switch, PS4, Xbox One. Uh, and then on the same day, uh, we've got <laughs> a little game called Stray. It's an adventure game. It's a PC, PS4, PS5. Uh, it's on my wish list already. It's at the very top. Nice. Um, I'm going to be keeping my own reviews because you get to play as a cat. It has a little rucksack on it, and it gets to do cat things like meow things and knock things off um benches and obstacles and just be cute and it looks awesome and i'm i'm yeah i'm really looking forward and to this one people who have psf plus extra or premium mm. will get You'll that get game that. for You'll free as well as part of their subscription um i don't think i'm going to subscribe to that but if this game's good i will also pick this up i think but i, I didn't highlight <laughs> it because i knew it was a, a michael game <laughs> yeah 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 that's what i'm looking forward to um we've got another game uh two days later called hell pie which is uh, weird coming for pc switch ps4 ps5 xbox one xbox series x it's a action adventure platformer uh we also have the uh, um, nobunaga. no 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 ambition rebirth for japan only it's a turn-based strategy for pc uh, ps4 and switch we also have same day River City Saga Three Kingdoms for PC, uh, Nintendo Switch, and PS4. We have another game that day called Wayward Strand for PC and Nintendo Switch. Um, so next day we have a game on the 22nd called Live Alive for Nintendo Switch, which is an RPG game from Square Enix. And I see you've highlighted this one. So yeah, do you so this is a, is? would you call it a remake, remaster? So this is um, an old Square Enix RPG that never came out in the West originally, um, ah. called Live Alive. And then they're bringing it back, but this time they're doing this sort of the HD 2D style of Octopath Traveler and stuff. So it still looks like pixel art, but it is like, it's got a sort of 3D diorama feel to it. Um, mm. This is the first time we'll ever have got this game, um, and to have it in its remaster form will be pretty cool. But yeah, it's just it's a game set across like various time periods, and it has various styles of gameplay. So some are action based, some are turn based RPGs, and so on. It's quite a good, it's quite a cool game. And people, I mean, who've played the untranslated version or the fan translation, have said this is this is pretty cool. Um, so I'm I'm looking forward to this. I think that's something mm. I'll play maybe over a couple of weekends, and you know, I'll, I'll get a good kick out of it. But yeah, that's on the twenty second. 
Right. Nice, nice. Uh, on the 28th, we've got a game called Anonymous Code. Uh, only in Japan, so a visual novel there for uh, PS4 and Nintendo Switch. We also have got Azure Striker Gun Vault 3 for Nintendo Switch. Um, a bit of a nerdy fact there. Azure is some Microsoft technology I use at work, but um, yeah, that's snuck its way into a uh, an action platformer there. And you've highlighted it, so do you want to go yeah, on and tell us what is this game vault. all about? So this is from, mm. it creates the the developers behind um, Blaster Master Zero games, ah, the, okay. uh, yeah, the Gun Vault yeah. games as well, Castlevania Circle of Moon. They do fabulous 2D action games in the style of old and Mega Man style games. Uh, this is their sort of premiere franchise in a way. Um it's interesting that it only came out for the Switch at the moment, which is fine. Unfortunately, not getting a physical release like the first two games did, but mm-hmm. I've been looking at this. Um, I've There's also a spin-off game I still need to play in that series as well, um, so I'll have to get around to that before I play this. But yeah, uh, somewhat looking forward to this. I might not pick it up straight away just because I'm behind on the franchise a little bit. Um, and yeah, these you know, I always support anything in Creator does, I think, 2D. They, they always do a fabulous job, and um, they always, have, always, always fun games for sure. Yeah, yeah. And what does it look like an interesting game? We've got a game called Bear and Breakfast for PC <laughs> and Nintendo Switch. And it's a live simulation game. Right. Um, which gets me throwing up my eyebrows. It's kind of interesting. Um, we also have uh, Grim Grimoire Once More for PS4 and Nintendo Switch, a real time strategy game. Uh, from Vanillaware and uh, do you want to say anything about this one? Yeah, unfortunately this is a Japan only release at the moment but it will be coming out to the West uh, more than likely. So yeah, Vanillaware um, people made, made Odin's Fear, Dragon's Crown, one of my favourite games of all time, 13 Sentinels as well mm-hmm. and this is a part of their old PS2 game that came out I think like one month after like Odin's Fear originally on the PS2 um, called Grim Grimoire once more. And unfortunately it's a strategy, a, a, a real time strategy game, not my biggest thing in the world, I'm not a big fan of that but again, Villanova Games are nothing shy of charming and if they did a good, as good a job as they did with Odin's Fear of how they remastered and remade that, uh, I think this will be real good for sure. But yeah, I'm going to definitely pick that up when it does officially come out over here um, but um, yeah, just to note it's coming out in Japan, so we might get it by end of year, early next year. This rate should should be great. Yeah, um, we've also got Lost Epic for PC. No, we don't. We have it for Nintendo Switch, PS4, and PC, PS5. You saying PC all of a sudden? An action RPG there. Uh, we also have Story of Seasons, Pioneers of Olive Town for Japan only, a PS4 life sim role playing game. Uh, on the 29th, we've got Digimon. Interesting. Can't believe this one's still going. Yeah. This, this game's been delayed like since pre-COVID and stuff. Uh, what's the Digimon Story Survive or whatever called? There was the one that was good not like five, six years ago, but I don't think this will be any good. Anyway, it's definitely not really my jam. I've got a friend who might know if this is any good or not, but I, it doesn't look like it from what I've seen. So yeah, yeah. Um, so then after that we have. Um, Xenoblade Chronicles 3 for the Nintendo Switch, an action RPG. And, yeah, is that one you're going to be looking forward to this month? Yeah, Xenoblade Chronicles 3 for sure. So this is um, uh, Monolith Soft's next game, the sort of final game, and the sort of, I imagine, what's going to be a trilogy of Xenoblade Chronicles games. We've got, like, a mini direct for it on Nintendo and just chatting about it. Shit, the only thing about it is because it's it's such a big open-world RPG and stuff and it's only on the Switch, it doesn't look like it's running well at all. <laughs> it looks very framey, and you know, you know, it looks like it's outputting at like 
to four, 400p at one point and stuff. I'm like, oh, that's going to look real rough. Um, so I'm going to officially buy it, and then I might emulate it because the Switch emulator can run this stuff really well higher, but um, I'm going to officially buy it. You know, I mean, I give, give them money because I think they deserve the money. I'm not going to skimp them out on that and stuff. Um, but yeah, that's, <laughs> that's going to be a good game. Um, it's going to be a long game. I probably still need to finish the bit of Chronicles 2, to be honest. But um, yeah, they've, they've done a good job. You know I mean, over the course of the Switch, they released Xenoblade Chronicles 2, Xenoblade Chronicles 1 Remaster, a full expansion for Xenoblade Chronicles 2 as well. That was all. That was a separate game. And yeah, and then Xenoblade Chronicles 3. So Monolithsoft have been really pushing out the Xenoblade games, which is nice. And I'm looking forward to this, I'm sure. And whenever I get around to it, again, this might be a game. There's just so many games, so I need to get around to it at some point. Um, but yeah, cool stuff. And then just a final note as well, physical copy of Ninja Turtle Shredder's Revenge is out on July 29th. This is actually probably the game I'm most looking forward to. So this is a 2D beat-em-up in the style of the sort of old Ninja Turtles arcade game and um, whatever, the Turtles in Time and stuff. Um, this game's come out digitally. People are saying, yeah, it's absolutely brilliant. Um, you know, you can have up to six person um, um, co-op with your friends as well, so it's a good party yeah. game in a way. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm looking I'm looking forward to that, <laughs> Michael. I, I was I was gonna say out of all these games, which ones are you most looking forward to? But we know it's Stray, don't we? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. I, you know, it, it won't take much to convince me to play um, a cat sim that's done to that <laughs> quality. Even the animations are so cute. The way the way it sort of it sorts itself out and it jumps about and it, the way it sort of clambers on like shelves and stuff. It looks so. It looks very real. They put a lot of effort, like a bit like on top of Goose Game into how the goose sort of like yeah, rolls yeah. around. They put a lot of effort into how the cat uh, moves and looks very well cat like. And yeah, I'm just I, I really like cats, so it's a very it's a very <laughs> it's a very easy. It's a very game charming game, but I, I can't get my head around mm. if it's gonna be good or not at the moment. Yeah, I don't know either. So I'm I'm telling myself like as cute as it is, do not buy it. Let the reviews come out first. Yeah. Make sure it's a good game before you put your money down just to play Cat Sim. <laughs> you know, play Cat Sim twenty twenty two. Um Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Cool, so. right. I mean it's everything. Um for this that for July definitely a good few games nothing massive maybe Xenoblade Chronicles 3 to some degree is a big game but nothing out there and huge at the moment um, actually we do have Monster Hunter and uh, that's coming out actually the day you well the day after you've listened to this that's on the 30th so that's the Thursday um, yeah so that's that's a game that's, that's technically June though unfortunately but yeah um, that's all for July um, and we'll be back August, where I think there's a few more things as well coming out. Well, there's a lot of games coming out in August, but still not some of the big ones. I think we're going to start to get our bigger ones on when we hit September and October. That's mm-hmm. the sort of end of year, sort of rounding stuff off. Oh, how am I saying end of year? It's still halfway through the year. Come on. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. That, that's a bye from me and. Goodbye from me. Catch you later.